Hello and welcome to episode number eight, the Coffee with Joffy podcast. I'm your host, Joff. Unfortunately, I didn't manage to get a show out last week, so apologies if you were waiting for that one. I'm sure you won't. You won't, but anyway, I did not have enough time in my week. I was not prepared and I just didn't manage to get a show done. But anyway, I'm back. So if you're there, thank you for listening. As always, thanks for your support. I will be getting some more guests on the show, but I am riding solo today and I'm talking about something that I'm extremely passionate about. Hopefully you get some value out of this podcast again today. Maybe it'll make you think a little bit about your training environment at the moment. Um, as you saw from the title, are you paying for results or are you paying for the service? So I'm referring to, you know, gyms, trainers, classes, that, that, that thing that you're doing regularly or not so regularly as the case may be. Um, are you seeing changes? Are you improving your fitness? Are you improving your strength, your cardiovascular health? Is your body shape starting to change? Are you are you getting the things that you want to out of that, you know, training program or that environment that you're setting at the moment? So to get started then, um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of misinformation and I would say a lot of mis-selling, um, whether it's for you know, whether it's being sneaky or whether it's just actually not really thinking about it. Um, like I said, whether that's from trainers or from a, like a gym establishment where we're, we're telling people um, that they can get results and not necessarily mapping out the, the, the road for them and just kind of like signing people up and taking advantage of someone feeling highly motivated at the time and, and stepping into an exercise regime but then never really mapping out the program for them and setting the expectations. And we know that we know that if the expectations aren't there and someone doesn't follow a plan, um, then they can often be left out of pocket and not seeing the results and, you know, really demotivated in, in what they're doing, which obviously doesn't reflect well on the establishment or the trainer, but it's also leaves a sour taste in the mouth for the, for the client as well. So I guess the point I'm trying to make is that every every training program out there i'm you know i'm sure there's some that that don't get you results but you could almost name anything and you know if you if you went and followed the advice that someone gave you nine times out of ten they're going to be giving you the advice and a lot of the time it comes down to actually the client not having the adherence but i still see it where you know there's there's an amazing amazing training program but then it it can be missold in terms of um you know maybe someone makes their decision based on you know they take other factors into consideration like they make barriers to exercise like how many times they can do it based on you know price location what they're actually capable of doing how much time they can dedicate to it but none of those things should affect what you're actually trying to um promote and and the roadmap that you're trying to create for someone to get there. Let's take it back a step. So I wrote a blog a couple of months ago called Trust Me, I'm a Doctor. And then it said, disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. And the reason I did that is because I guess the position I'm in as a health and fitness consultant, personal trainer and other personal trainers and people in the fitness industry out there, you know, people come to us to improve their health, just like someone would go to a doctor if they're feeling unwell. A doctor will give them a diagnosis and then a prescription and the prescription will you know, quite often be antibiotics or drugs or, you know, something to get them better. Sometimes the, the prescription is to go and exercise if, if there's, um, you know, if that's important as well. It's the same for us. You know, someone will come to us and normally the diagnosis is, is normally there. You know, for example, if someone's overweight, they the reason they're coming to us is because they know that they want to improve their health. Um, 
And we're here to give them a prescription. So it's our job to map out that progress and say, hey, listen, you know, you need to be training X amount of times a week. You need to make sure that you're incorporating this type of training. Um, you know, your nutrition needs to look like this. And we really map it out. So then once we've mapped it out, it's all about can that person stick to the program? And I know about being flexible as a trainer, like it's not all black and white. There's so much gray area, you know, and everyone's so different. There's no one size fits all. So that's where it gets a little bit harder. But you get the idea that we're here to give a, a prescription and it's up to that person to kind of follow our prescription from them, okay? So let me just give you an example of where this kind of comes from. I've worked in big chain gyms with lot of per, lots of other personal trainers on the floor. I've worked in, you know, CrossFit gyms and, you know, I've done group exercise classes. I've been a swimming instructor. I've done I've, almost anything you can think of, I've done it. So a position that I was in in one of my previous gyms would be someone would come in and they would enjoy the class and maybe again let's just use the example of someone maybe who's who's looking to lose some some weight lose some body fat they would come into a class they would enjoy it now I know and I'm sure most trainers out there and you yourself probably know that consistently getting to the gym or consistently doing the exercise is the most important thing it it outweighs almost anything you know because if you're not actually there doing it then regardless of if you're doing one or two really good sessions a week we know that you know three or four sessions that maybe aren't quite as intense um, but you're getting there consistently you're building up good habits and you're going to get to your to the end goal a lot quicker by sticking to that consistency so someone will enjoy the class after the class we'll have a conversation and we'll say you know hey what do i need to they'll ask me what do i need to do i want to lose you know 10 kg um in you know three months what do i need to do and you know let's exclude nutrition at the moment because that's a big part of it and i don't want to go off on a tangent they'll i'll say hey listen what you need to be doing is you need to be training you know three three to four times a week i would ideally i'd like to see you four times a week come into this class or come in to do a session with me um maybe as a personal trainer that's what I've prescribed. That's what I believe they should be doing. That's going to get them the best results. Then other things start coming in. Now, this isn't me to. This isn't for me to comment and start, um, you know, dictating what people. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be dictating what people should and shouldn't do and what they believe and their values and things like that. But if there's an issue in terms of they haven't got the time to be able to do that, or they haven't got the uh, they haven't got the money to do that, maybe it works out a little bit too expensive for what they were thinking. If I then say, uh, so so the conversation could go something like this. Hey, I need you to train four times a week. They say, hey, listen, I can only afford, I've only got enough time to do twice a week. Can I still get the same results? And then I say, yes, you can sign up for this package. It's twice a week. That's mis-selling from me. I'm mis-selling them into what their goal is, uh, into what they're trying to achieve in the gym. So I've already, I've gone from saying, right, I need you to train four times a week. I've realized that there's a barrier. I go, hey, yeah, why don't you do two times a week? So then they go into it. They're happy. Maybe they're paying less on the the next scale down membership. You know, they haven't got to spend as much time. What do you think is going to happen to that person after a couple of months of doing that? Well, we already know. Like, they're not going to be actively working towards their goal. You know, we've already mapped out for them and said, you need to be training four times a week. They're only training twice a week. After three or four weeks, the motivation starts to waver a little bit. Guess what? They haven't seen the results that they were hoping to. They feel like they're working hard. Their trainer, the guy who they trust has told them they're going to get the results off two sessions. And guess what? They haven't. So then it goes back to, you know, that that mis-selling it and not setting the expectations up correctly. All right. So 
don't take this as me telling you that you have to go and do four times a week and you know pay for the most expensive membership and packages and do all of that kind of stuff but I just think it's from like a professional's point of view and you need to kind of like think about this as well when you're going and speaking to someone be open to um, are they telling you the the information that's going to work you towards your goal or are they just selling you into the service you know you've made a you've questioned that whether you can afford it or whether you have the time to do it rather than going you know you maybe you'd be better off going and doing this or maybe you'd be better off going and making sure that you do a couple of training sessions yourself a week you know if you can only make it here twice a week here's what I want you to do I'm going to write you a small plan I need you to do these bodyweight exercises at home I need to make sure you're going for a run you know do you play any other sports awesome you play tennis right make sure you're playing tennis once a week and they give you that structure to allow you to go and train twice a week and then do the other things around it if it's if the conversation is oh yeah just go for the you know two sessions a week then that's mis-selling um in in kind of like any any aspect of or any way that you say it so I hope that point gets across and that was like a common thing and normally what I would find is someone would go for like um you know go for a cheaper package maybe it's like 150 dirhams less I've already told them that they need to be training three or four times a week they choose ah do you know what they make their decision based on price which isn't the it's not the wrong thing to do like I completely get it but then it's up to them to realize that are they going to be, you know, is the overall experience going to end up being just a complete waste of money because they've tried to save that 100 dirhams there or are they still going to be able to get the results? Anyway, the reason I was, I'm was i so passionate about this one now is that I, I'm not affiliated to, um, you know, I've worked in gyms. I'm not affiliated to a gym. It's not like me trying to sell you into a membership now. I'm just looking at it from my point of view as a trainer and some of the problems I saw with people. Um, they were worrying about the type of training rather than actually just doing the things that were important in terms of getting consistent in the gym. All right, so you look at some of the amazing facilities out there. There's gyms with absolutely amazing facilities. And, you know, if your goal is to is to lose some weight or is to improve your health and get fitter, okay, you shouldn't always be looking at like, you know, the big shiny objects. So what I mean by that is going into a gym and going, oh my God, this gym is huge. It's got everything. It's got this, it's got that. It's got, you know, all the, all the latest equipment, everything that you can think of. You know, it's got saunas, it's got jacuzzi, all of that stuff is really, really nice. But what you've got to remember is that's not necessarily what's going to get you the results. Yeah, I get it. You, you sign up for a gym membership, you do an hour in the gym, then you go for half an hour in the sauna. I've been there, I've done that, I love it. But what you've got to remember is that you going in the sauna is not going to get you the results. So what would be more important is after two weeks when your motivation starts to waver a little bit, is there something that's drawing you back into the gym that's really going to make the difference? So we, I've just used the example already of, you know, getting yourself to the gym four times a week. So this could be a big change in with no coaches there or anything like that. And are you motivated to get yourself to the gym after two, two and a half weeks? Or is the motivation gone and there's nothing attractive there? You know, you haven't really made any friends there. No one's going to know if you've gone or if you haven't, you know, you're getting a little bit bored of your training routine. There's nothing there pulling you back. I would say more important than having a sauna in the gym or the latest equipment is having a coach there that you trust, trust and respect who you've, you know, spoke to about your goals. Um, you have, you've, you've built up some friendships and relationships in the gym where you actually rely on each other a little bit. Maybe you've set up a WhatsApp group. Um, they're all the little things that are going to keep you coming back to the gym. And if you're coming back to the gym, and I, I keep using gyms as an example just because that's kind of what it, what it's about today, but I'm not saying you have to go to a gym, but you, you apply the same principle to if you're going and doing um, classes or if you're training on your own. 
Are you doing enough? Are you getting there consistently enough to see changes in your body? Remember, I've completely kept nutrition out of this, but hopefully that makes sense on there. So let me just give you some examples. You know, a big change in will, um, a great a great way of um, keeping people motivated is through tying people into memberships. And, you know, money is a barrier to exercise. So if your membership has to be renewed every month, and you know the last day of the month your your membership's renewed you you think ah do you know what i'm not going to go today because after renew my membership i'll wait a few days till i've got some money technically you should be training then you've got the time you've made the effort to go and you know get there but the money is the thing that's holding you back so you go all right okay so this is you know just before the weekend the weekend comes you know you you're out you're socializing you haven't got time for the gym so you don't end up normally you would go to the gym but you don't end up going to the gym then uh, you know a Sunday or a Monday comes around, and you normally go to the gym, but you go, ah, you know, memberships run out. You know what? I haven't really got the money right now to renew it. So I'll tell you what, I'm just going to leave it a couple of days, and then before you know it, you could have missed a week of training or a week of working towards your goal just because you made this barrier. So I think, although it probably seems like a pain to begin with, like tying into memberships, that's a that's a form of accountability because you go, do you know what? I paid for it, I'm going to go. And then the other side of it is you haven't got to worry about this, you know, this battle when you're already battling in your mind, shall I go to the gym tonight after work? You know, that's already the battle. If you add in that you've got to renew your membership as well, then you're not going to the gym. Like it takes a lot of motivation to be able to do that. So uh, the membership, but then look at, you know, if if a gym is tying you into a membership, you've got, you've got to be careful. Like, there's some really good business ideas out there or business models out there. Gyms can. I'm not going to like name name gyms or anything like that, but I'm sure you can kind of like um, kind of guess what what sort of like gym I'm talking about. But there's gyms out there that will sign you up for a year. You pay a year up front and you pay like nothing. It is cheap as chips. They sell you on the price. You're like, whoa, that's super cheap. I'm going to go there. They sell you on that because they know that you're not going to be motivated to go um, after a few weeks. I know that sounds harsh to say, and I'm not saying this is for everybody, but, you know, if you break it down, then there is some truth into it. You know, two weeks, ah, this is awesome. I get this free. You know, I start up. I get to chat to this person. After two weeks, you're not going. There's gyms out there who have massive spaces, but actually have like two and a half thousand members. Can you imagine if all two and a half thousand members came on a Monday evening? You know, they wouldn't be able to function. There wouldn't be enough equipment there, but they know and they're preying on you not coming to the gym. They know that you're not motivated enough. And if you want to be more motivated, then they'll upsell you into something like personal training. Okay, so if if that's true, just drop me a little message. Um, like I said, I'm not trying to be um, patronizing with this. I'm just trying to speak some truths on, on what I've seen. So, you know, I always give this example. If, you're, if your gym is ringing you after a year, you know, asking if you want to renew your membership and then you're like, I've not been for six months and you know that's probably not the right environment for you because you've just made that decision based on price and you, in the long run, yes, you've probably paid half the price of another gym you could have gone to, but then you actually, you've wasted that money because you've you've not gone. You've not not, not seen any changes. Um, so yeah, that, that went off on a tangent a little bit, but I think you get the, the point that I'm getting across is, you know, make sure that you're mapping out your progress. I don't think cheaper is always better. You know, I, I know that will be probably one of the number one things. And I definitely, in other areas of my life, I guess it comes down to your priorities as well. Something like the fitness industry and gyms and, you know, my health and stuff like that. I'll, there's, there's other areas of my life where I where I'm, will make decisions on my um, based on price. And I'm sure we all do. 
all right? But it's just about getting your priorities. And cheaper doesn't always mean better. So if if you're going and joining the gym because it's it's cheap, then there's probably not going to be the accountability um, built in that you want that's going to keep you there. You know, you got to remember that gyms are businesses at the end of the day as well. And for a gym to function and do what they really want to do, which is help people to get fitter, get healthier, they need to make sure that they're running um, a decent business plan in terms of are they profitable? Because if they're not, then they'll end up shutting down. You know, the owner of the gym or the coaches will get fed up because they're not getting paid, you know, um, what they what they feel like their value is. So it, it's tough in terms of pricing. But, you know, just because you... Um, you know, you see really good results in a, my damn cat getting in the way there, just just because you see um, great results in the first couple of weeks of your training, um, you know, I talk about this as well, like if you're someone who's not currently trained and you go and start exercising, you probably will see some changes in your body right away and your mood and your and your general health. But that doesn't necessarily mean because you've seen great results in that first two weeks that that's going to be the program that you stick to. So, I guess I've kind of got my point across. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent. I'm sure some of you have some questions, whether you agree or disagree. I'd, I'd like to hear it. You know, tell me. Um, if you really think this is stupid, then tell me and then maybe we can talk about it separately. Um, but like I said, I am passionate about it. I see it from both both uh, directions as well. Just going back on cheaper is not always better. It always goes the other way around as well. And you know, someone go to me, oh, you know, my friend did this program and they've got amazing results. And I go, oh, cool, you know, what is it? And they'll explain, they'll go, and then I'll say, you know, how much did they pay for that? You go, oh, it was, and it was mega expensive. You go, well, yeah, they probably got the results because they just, they were too, they didn't want to waste the money that they'd spent on it. They'd invested in it and they didn't want to waste that money. So that's why they got the results. You almost buy your results in terms of you don't want to waste the money so that's definitely another aspect and again this isn't me saying go and spend loads of money on a trainer or go and spend loads of money on a program that's not what I'm saying but you just need to be aware that there is if you're someone who is held accountable to it and you're going through this uh, held accountable to money you don't want to waste money and you're going through this stage where you're you know, you're you're buying this online program for nine ninety nine off the internet, or you you know you're following this app for ten ninety nine or whatever. You know, you'll probably end up wasting a lot of money just through doing those things, and you've never really taken it seriously. You could probably do yourself a favor and again go and find someone that you trust, go and speak to someone. It might end up just being that you need that little bit more accountability, whether it's through just the coach checking in with you, or whether it's through just having that you know having that extra expense, not wanting to waste it. So. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there today. Thank you very much for for uh, tuning in again. Went off on a little bit of a tangent then. If you enjoyed this one, don't forget to uh, subscribe and, and give it a five-star rating. Any coaching through me is, um, or from me is through Movement Wins. Got a couple of programs in there, the Lifestyle Reset and the Level Up program, which is a new one, which is uh, just about to be launched. So that's a good one. Um, you know where to find me, Instagram, Coffee with Joffy. You can also contact me through Movement Wins as well. And then uh, the website is www.movement-wins.com if you want to check out a little bit more about any of the programs. So like I said, I will be having some guests on the show soon. I hope that made sense. Now I'm like thinking back and I'm like, oh my God, what did I just say? But anyway, it's going to go out. It's unedited. So enjoy it. <laughs>